0: Hi, and welcome back to episode 16 of Saturdays on the Prairie. This week we'll talk a little bit of Bedlam, how we felt at the game, other than just cold. Um, We will then shift our focus to the Big 12 Championship as OU will face Baylor in Arlington this week at Jerry's World. Then we'll recap the rest of the games that happened last week and talk the various other Power 5 Conference Championships. How good Ohio State and LSU are and how good Clemson still is but people forget to mention. Then we'll break down the Pac-12 Championship, all-important for OU fans this week. And then we'll give what we think a final top four will be, despite who we think the best four teams are. And we will conclude our segments with the all-important final Toilet Bowl rankings. The regular season is over. They've played 12 games. We have come to a decision on our bottom four and our champion. then, as always... We'll finish with our weekly picks. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's get in it. Alright, let's start this week's episode off with uh, the Bedlam game. I don't think there's anywhere else to start. Um, it was a rough one. We, uh, we, we we made the drive to Stillwater Oh. <laughs> all 60 minutes of it um it wasn't even like an eventful game which is the thing that bothered me most i think the most eventful thing was the guy sitting next to us like if we're being honest
1: yeah he was such a he was he was, he was great he was great he
0: was a football guy and that was the best part i mean i i think the the other guy in our section who's Cowboy hat flew away. Was probably more exciting than any play that happened. Yeah, watching that guy <laughs> That guy, watching that guy's hat just fly away, and him, his face just. His face just goes. Uh-oh, oh, uh-oh. Uh oh. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean the game was too many field goals, and just like. It's boring. There's no explosive plays. Exciting. Yeah, it wasn't exciting. It, it was like both defenses executed their game plan, and it was just like OU's offense is just better than OSU's and that's just why they won. I mean OSU wanted to keep OU under 35 probably and eliminate CD best they can because they know Jalen's going to get what Jalen can mm-hmm. and CD was close to irrelevant in the game it felt like he had a couple catches but it wasn't any big and OU definitely thought we're going we're gonna to stack the box, stop the run and we're going to make Dylan Stoner beat us and they, they held Chuba to like 104 yards, I think, on 26 carries.
1: And really, OSU took OU out of the uh, passing game. I mean, of course, he, he got some good passes. You know, there were some yards there. But he also missed
0: the- a couple guys, but he does not every week. So
1: Watching the game, it was just like, okay, uh, we're just going to run. And then when we can't run, we're going to try to throw. And when that doesn't work, Jalen's going to find a way to get first down every single time.
0: Yeah, it was it was really annoying. Um, there, it, it was just like it that I felt like the game could have been so much better. I don't know. I, it personally, I was hoping that it would be close, you know, come down to the wire, like an exciting rivalry game. But it was just kind of both teams were what they were this year—a uh, good football team versus a pretty good football team—and the pretty good football team won. <laughs> and it there was. There was no, nothing special from either side. And it was slightly disappointing. But yeah, the guy next to us, man, I think we'll get back... We'll, we'll talk about him more when we get to the Joe Burrow segment because I think... Hmm we I mean, we love to talk about Joe Burrow but i think this guy this rivals, guy loved he Joe Burrow. loves to talk about Joe Burrow and i think the only person like he he might love to talk about Joe Burrow more than us and the only person that definitely loves to talk about Joe Burrow more than us is his girlfriend <laughs> she loves Joe Burrow um so that was that was fun talking to them um yeah i just i hate field goals that's really what i have to say like I think OSU's offense got into the red zone five, four or five times and came away with No, it it was more than that because they scored or maybe one of the field goals wasn't It was four or five times that they went in the red zone and a couple times they came away with just short field goals or like turnover on Dally. It was it was infuriating.
1: What I think what sums up OSU season, there's one drive where they got down to like the 3 and then we got one stop. We had another stop. And they they had a false start.
0: Oh, at the end of the half. And then
1: we we, we stopped him there. And I was like, that that hurts. I was really okay with
0: that series, though. Like, uh, if I was Gundy, I would have made the decisions the same way. Because knowing that we got the ball back to start the second half, mentally, I would have been saying to myself, like... Let's not get too cute here and throw a pick or something. Let's hand Chuba the ball, get the field goal lined up how Amandola wants it. And if Chuba scores, great. If he doesn't, he's going to get us a couple yards closer, and it really doesn't matter. But and then I, I agree just, with
1: that because coming yeah, in. Because
0: there's a lot of football left, and if it's a one possession game, like. Coming out of half, you have yeah, the
1: chance to tie it up.
0: Exactly. I, I didn't really. I didn't have too much of a problem with that series. There were just times where it was like, like, it was fourth and two. <laughs> and we were on the OU. I don't know, eighteen, twenty, close to the red zone, maybe twenty-five, and we bring in the heavy package. And you're, we're like,
1: Nah, you're around the forty. You're on the forty. It was
0: not the forty. It was not the forty. We were much closer than that because we mm. could have kicked a field goal.
1: Maybe you're on the edge of the red we zone. We could have kicked a field goal. Age. Yeah, we
0: were on the edge of the red zone. Like, I think it was somewhere between like eighteen and twenty-five yards. I, I believe. Maybe my. Let's memory say twenty-eight. Was failing. But anyways. I know that we could have kicked it. Mm-hmm. But it was like, we're tired of kicking field goals. And it was like, we bring in the heavy package. And it's like, all right, best on best right here. Like, hand the ball off to Chuba. If they stop us, we went out. Like, we went out with our big guns. And, and like, props to OU. Like, you knew it was coming. And, like, you stopped the best tailback in the country. But instead, we ran in a play fake. And there was one read one read Logan Carter came out of the backfield on a little like like a two yard out or something it was ridiculous and it was covered and Drew Brown was like well what do I do now and it's like yeah why Sean Gleason like what is the logic in that call like even if they completed the pass he was short of the the yards again it's it's like uh, for me I'll have no regrets going out with my best. Chuba has done everything. And even Chuba didn't have a great game. But if you can't trust your guy who's been the best tailback in America to go get you a first down right there, why are you trying to get cute? Do, do what you're supposed to do. And if you want to throw it, by all means, Fine. But send Dylan Stoner out there. Send Jordan McRae out there. Send Landon Wolf. Don't don't send Logan Carter a blocking tight end, <laughs> like, like dude. Don't bring in the heavy package to block and then run a play fake. It's just it doesn't make sense.
1: It was not good. It was not good. It was not a good play call at all. There were a couple questionable calls that I'm sitting there like. You know, as an AU fan, I'm afraid for that for don't hand I'm like don't hand it off to Chuba cuz they're going to get the first down. Mm-hmm. I'm not it's like this defense isn't going to stop them here. No. But but then they would uh, we'd get lucky and they would try to throw the ball, or they'd try yeah. to do something uh something cute and they just
0: it would we'd get we'd like, stop
1: them is great.
0: Yeah, it's like you don't need to get cute when what you have. It, you don't need to dress it up when it a good steak needs some seasoning. He doesn't need ketchup, okay? Like... A little bit of salt. Yeah, like it, it doesn't need much. Chuba is a good steak, okay? He doesn't need much. You, you hand him the football, you block decent, he gets you a couple yards. He rarely gets tackled in the backfield, and it is very rare that he gets less than two yards on a carry. Even when they know it's coming. But I would like to say, personally, nothing was as questionable of a call as targeting. <laughs> That made me so mad. And looking back at it, watching the replay, I think that by the letter of the law, it was targeting. And so I was able to come to grips with it more post-game than I was in the moment. In the moment, I was furious.
1: In the moment, the entire stadium was furious. And me and the guy behind me were just like, you know what? I'll take we'll, it. Th- yeah, I'll exactly. Take it.
0: We'll take it. <laughs> Five-yard loss? Nope. 15-yard penalty <laughs> and an ejection for their starting strong safety. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, it was just like, but when I looked back at it, I was like, okay, any, any, con- any forcible contact to the head or neck area to a defenseless receiver is considered targeting. I understand that. But I think that that play shows me that that rule needs to be changed. You need to launch because we need to be able to let these kids hit people, okay? It's a game of football, it's a contact sport. You're there trying to hit hard and force fumbles, okay? That is your job as a defender once you see that they're gonna make the catch. You're trying to force an incompletion, trying to force a fumble, anything. That is your job. And if you simply run full speed into him and you accidentally make contact with his helmet, that should not warrant an ejection or a penalty. That should be a good football play and if you launch and you intentionally try and throw your body at him and just take off, take flight and lean into his head, of course, by all means, that's that's targeting. But by letter of the law, the fact that that penalty or that hit can result in that penalty, I think it's just, I don't think it's right.
1: There is something to say, though, about protecting the players. And, you know, con- concussions are a real big problem. Sign right? a
0: stinking waiver that says you're ready to get hit. I don't care. You play football. And I, and you I understand be able to take that. Hit.
1: And, I, and, and I do miss the times when we'd see these massive hits and the guys would just get just blown up. That was great. But, again, with sports evolving, sports changing, and I think we got going to change with it. I'm not a big fan of the call, I'll be honest. <sighs> I saw it, and I was like, all right, that's a really good play. Um, And I don't think he should have been ejected for it. I think any
0: defensive coordinator in the moment would have been like, oh, yeah, like, good hit. Like, I'm sure the DB's coach, Amber Sprint, was like, yes. And then he saw the flag, and he was like, what? So, I I don't know
1: what you do with changing the rules, per se. I don't like the call. I don't know if it was targeting. He did.
0: His head did flip back pretty bad. There was, yeah, and and there was face mask contact to face mask. But it was... It was not intentional. Trey Sterling was not like launching. And I think that's I think that's really the key here. I think we need to make it to where accidents happen. Like it that was not intentional. It was a good football hit. I don't think that like I uh, you never I don't think you saw the correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't see any OU players come up in outrage with the hit.
1: No, no, it
0: was just it, it wasn't, was just like they were just like the fly came out and they were like, oh It wasn't malicious. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So it's like I think we should be trying to take the malicious hits out of the games, and I know that I've said like I hate blindside block, and I do like it's a stupid penalty, but I understand that penalty more than incidental contact to the head or neck area. It's like sometimes stuff is going to happen, and the fact that you're going to give an ejection, I don't I, I, even if that was an O, I feel like even if that was an O U player doing that committing that hit, like I would I would feel the same way.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree that, that you should not get ejected for that. Maybe, like, I don't know. You can't let, you can't just let that happen, right? We can't just let players keep getting, like, their n- head and neck just thrown around. you so, right. Maybe, like, a five-yard penalty for that. I don't think you should get a 15-yard and you're thrown out of the game.
0: Yeah, it seems very extreme because that play goes from being, it's, I think it was. It was a fi- five-yard like,
1: loss, something like that.
0: Yeah, it was a five-yard loss, and I think the game was within two scores. Yeah, and it had at been that, second and 15. Moment. So a five-yard loss makes it second and 15. And then at that point, it's like, well, maybe we can get them in third and long, and then anything can happen there. And it's like that's a big momentum swing, whereas OU gets a 15-yard penalty. All of a sudden, they're at midfield with a first down, and it's like now they're going to drive. It's just a very big swing of momentum for something that was incidental. Now, if it was malicious— I completely understand. There are malicious hits in the game of football. It happens all the time. I mean, Dominican Sue plays the game like for crying out loud. The dude is evil, but I mean, like Miles Garrett is over here hitting people over the, like and I know they were fighting like but he's hitting people over the head with a helmet. Like, okay, you eject Miles Garrett for that. I understand. Yeah, I got it. But, like you got to do those things, but when it's a when it's a good football hit that an accident happens where he slightly like I don't I, I I I think the rule needs to be adjusted. I don't like the blindside block rule. Blindside block is stupid. That is I the dumbest see thing of receivers all time. Light them up.
1: So that I, is the best. CD laying out Mac Wilson last year in the uh,
0: in the playoffs. That was beautiful. It's awesome. A good block by a receiver, especially like CD and Tylan are both like very complete receivers where mm-hmm. they can block too, and they. They bring the boom. Like when they when they see a guy that they can block on like a run. Like it's it's a simple. It doesn't matter outs- if he's in the play or not. It's, it's a simple outside zone, and they get amped up to hit the crap out of that guy in the block, and that's a fun play. And it's like yeah, they aren't. The defender isn't looking at the play, and it's they're not expecting it, but it's like a lot of times it's not like they typically just launch into them they just kind of get their get their shoulder into their shoulder and just light them up and they fall down it's like he if you hit someone like shoulder to chest or shoulder to shoulder or shoulder to back it's it if you take your shoulder into someone into their body you like should to not block, get a penalty it's not a penalty there is no it you're I think like you're knocking the wind out of them probably. There's nothing there's nothing that's likely going to happen to their head or brain and all other that's a stretch. If it's if it's to the head, of course it should be a penalty. But if you're simply just laying in like if you come in, if if there's a, a corner that's like standing off and there's another corner making the tackle and CD comes up to light him up and he dries his shoulder into the corner's back, that's not a penalty. I don't think it's and a the, penalty, and I,
1: but I disagree on the fact that you're saying there's not any injury to the head or neck area. I don't think Because your head so. snaps
0: back, well, maybe, and that can but, cause concussions, and that's still a problem. But I don't know that your head well, is snapping back that much. Typically, when the head snaps back, there is contact made to the helmet.
1: But like I'm saying, it's football, and right? Yeah, said you said this. Sign it's up football. This. You sign up for football. It's not. It's not necessarily malicious, right? You're you open yourself up for it. Yeah. So, I don't think it's necessarily a big penalty call if he lays a good block on you and he didn't take his head and put it in your head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's, I don't know. It made me mad. I think that a lot of the rules need to be adjusted. Um, let's talk the Big 12 Championship, though. But hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Well, Before we get on to that, I want to talk
0: about Jalen. Oh, how, yeah, he kind of didn't turn the ball over that much.
1: He didn't turn the ball over that much at all, which was really—I was surprised. I had, what, I had at, like, four? Yeah, I had him at four <laughs> turnovers. I had him only at two. I thought he was going to turn it over twice. Um, I had him at, like, a couple picks and a couple fumbles. That's which, harsh. <laughs> which was really—it was really um, by the play design of Lincoln Riley. So, let's not give him a chance to. When you're in the red zone, they give it to Nick Basquin instead of uh, Jalen throwing it. Mm-hmm. Right? That was a good call. Yeah. When they gave it off to Kennedy Brooks instead of what they usually would just have Jalen run it, that was a good call. <laughs> but I still see big flaws in Jalen, and there's no he misses
0: way, a lot of deep balls.
1: There's no way in my mind I see us winning a national championship this okay, year. Okay, but
0: he's not perfection. Like you have to realize your quarterback is not going to be perfection and every I, year. And I get that, but there's an unforgivable no, play. No, you, you are you are being selfish. He is such a good, he is such a good player, and you're complaining that he is not perfect. He missed
1: a wide open CD Lamb for a 40 yard touchdown. The man is waving his hands. There's not a defense within 10 yards. That was Rambo? It was Rambo.
0: It was 14.
1: It was 14. I thought, sorry, I thought it was CD. Whatever. He's waving his hands. He's wide open. He took a check down
0: that got 35 yards. Check down got like 15 yards. No, it didn't. And the run after the catch by what's 27's name? It uh, it wasn't Jeremiah Hall. Yeah, it's Hall. 27's Hall. I thought it was Kennedy Brooks. It might have been Brooks. And it was it, it was twenty six or twenty seven. You're right. So it was either Brooks or Hall, and they checked down. It was like a twenty yard throw, maybe fifteen yard throw, but there was twenty yards after the catch too. So it's not like. There were
1: just some plays that, I don't remember exactly what plays were, but I remember turning around to the guy, I mean, like, this is going to be a long game. Oh, You're just, these are, these are, they're, they're not hard. There's wide do people on the okay, field, and but that happens every
0: single making game. Making a 40-yard throw on the run or taking a 20-yard checkdown that you see he's going to be able to run after. Like, uh, which throw do you want to make? Because there's a chance he throws an incompletion when he's making a 40-yard throw on the run. But when he throws that check down, that's... It's literally not even a check down. He is 15 yards down the field. He's not going to – that's not going to be an incomplete pass. He's going to hit the guy in the hands, and the guy's going to get some extra yards. Which one do you want him to take?
1: I don't remember it being that long of a pass,
0: though. It was. Let me look. I'll look at Hall or Brooks or whatever because there weren't that many receiving. But I'm still sitting there like – Jeremiah Hall had two catches for 30 yards. So so it
1: could have been a 35-yard catch. And his
0: long was 30 yards. So he had one for zero and it was a 30-yard catch. He had a 30 it was a 30-yard pass. Do you <sighs> want him to take the harder one that might get you 5 more yards? How do you miss a guy that open though? Well, when you're throwing all the, I mean, he, he would have probably had he to He wasn't
1: on that big of a run. He could have set up and made the
0: pass. I I, I just don't necessarily have that big of a problem with him making th- the, the the easier throw.
1: And it wouldn't be such a like a gripe of mine if he wasn't also, doing this every single game. It but wasn't it, a touchdown. It was a touchdown. It was not a For touchdown. For sure it was a touchdown. He I don't think it was a touchdown. Wide open. Um, but it's such a gripe of mine because every single game I watch the play and maybe you don't see it on TV but when you're sitting in the stadium you see guys wide open across the middle or running down the sideline and it's just like he's not even looking. There's not even an attempt. These guys have two or three steps on their uh, on their nearest guy. They're yeah. gonna if if you get it to them, they're scoring a touchdown. But it's always it seems like okay, we're looking for the short pass. We're just mm-hmm. gonna if we, that's not there, we're just gonna run, and that's
0: frustrating. It's I so frustrating. Track down West Coast offense. Um, I I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily have as big of a problem with it as you. I want for me, if I'm an OU fan and I'm looking at it like his deep ball accuracy is subpar it's not great but on short and intermediate routes he's pretty good and so if I can take an intermediate throw that has a run after the catch chance probability that's looking like a deep ball I'm going to take it like, I'm not going to complain that he made that decision because that's in a way staying within himself not trying to do too much
1: yeah and I get that but I just expect more from him I expect, expect him to make more those because throws. you expect because
0: you had the most efficient quarterback in the history of the NCAA and then the next year the next guy was more efficient than him you you will not consistently have that it's just not the way it's going to be
1: but to me i don't i don't see it as being like th- that hard of a throw these are wide open
0: throws just drop it on the third he was 13 close. for 16 i don't know i was just disappointed no i know i'm 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 saying your standard is too high you not every guy is baker mayfield and kyler murray you can't expect that If you gave Jalen Hurts to any other college team, they would probably be like, he's pretty good. Like, I can work with him. Like, they're not... There would obviously be complaints. Everyone complains about their quarterback missing certain reads. But no one would be like, I'm not... I don't think there's another team in the country that... I mean, obviously, like, you got LSU and you got Burrow and then you got Fields at Ohio State and Lawrence and Clemson. But, like, if you just gave someone, I don't think they would complain about having Jalen Hurts.
1: I, I just see it of the places. I think places. you're used
0: to quarterback perfection, and that's just—you can't expect that.
1: I'm used to—I'm used to guys who can just throw the ball really well and are consistently good. Yeah, and, and you those, can't And at expect Ohio State, that. that has been the
0: way it, has, it is. And at you, it's been the way it is. What do you mean, it's been the way it is? Do not tell an Ohio State fan that when they put up with JT Barrett for three years. He— no, 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 no Stop talking they had, Do not they no, had... literally do, do stop talking If you want to compare JT Barrett Any of his years To what Jalen Hurts has no, done this I'm year not gonna, That's not what I was going with That's not, in
1: every way That's not every where I was way. taking that I'm saying they had a defense they had, they, could, they had something else that they're good at OU is an offensive school That is what they do Right, and the right. defense is decent this year. So be but better at other things. We should have consistent quarterback
0: play. You have consistent quarterback play. He is sure. Jalen Hurts is completing seventy three percent of his passes. I'm pretty sure. Let's look. Seventy. Wait, no, that's versus AP top twenty five. Seventy two percent of his passes. Seventy two percent of his passes for thirty three hundred yards. He has thrown six interceptions in twelve games. That's pretty good, and thirty-one touchdowns through the air. And we don't even—we haven't even started talking about his running ability. If you're going to complain about that, that is privilege. That is that is that is good. That is exceptional play at the quarterback position. Is it historic like the last two seasons? No. I don't
1: need it to be historic, but there's a tradition. We had Sam Bradford, Landry Jones, Baker Mayfield, and Landry Kyler Murray. Landry Jones sucked. Landry Jones was not Landry that Jones bad. Landry Jones stunk. Jalen Hurts is better than Landry Jones. Okay, he's one hundred. He's, 100%. he's more of an offensive threat, but as a quarterback, there's no way in hell that I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Jalen Hurts' throwing ability over Landry Jones' throwing ability.
0: Okay, but which player would you rather have on your team? I just want a quarterback.
1: And I, I, don't know, I know it sounds really dumb. And, I, and I, uh, Jalen Hurts is really good at running at the, at the offense, and he's a really good offensive player. So but wrong. There's, I feel like the OU offense could be better with a Landry Jones guy. Like, with a guy who can just get the ball. Landry stinks. going to make it work. Landry Land-
0: stinks, okay? Landry was the epitome of pretty good. Okay? Jalen Hurts is much better than Landry Jones was. Do you remember... What that OSU team did to Landry Jones... That last game he played... in He looked so bad... He was flat out embarrassed... And should... like. That guy... Played so bad... In that game... Like... it That game was for the Big 12 Championship... And he looked... And that OSU defense was not that good... They were good... But they were not that good... They were not... We're gonna make you look silly good... Like... Landry Jones... I'm not saying he's bad. Like he is, he had a great career at OU, and he was a very good quarterback. But if you're going to say you want him under center versus Jalen Hurts, I think that's just that's just nostalgia. Like you're literally you are nostalgia is a powerful drug, and you're high on it right now. The difference though is you have Lincoln what did Riley. Andrew Jones ever win you? No big game. He won Bedlam as a junior. That was close. But he didn't win. Oh, he did win the Fiesta Bowl. You guys played UConn. That doesn't count as a big game, though. That doesn't count as a big game. So he won Bedlam as a junior. That was like a big game. Texas wasn't any good those years, were they? Uh, they weren't. That was they Garrett Gilbert's they time, right? They weren't. Yeah, it was, it was Garrett Gilbert. They years. weren't the worst. They weren't the worst, but it wasn't like you were playing Texas like it was big time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, like I don't think, big time Texas. I cannot at that think point. of a, Sam
1: I think Sam was the last time we had big time Texas. I think yeah, when McColt
0: was there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but like Landry Jones, very good quarterback. Like by no means was he bad. But I'm taking Jalen Hurts. Like but the, what difference, he's done this but the year. difference is that if you put Landry Jones in the Lincoln Riley system, then it's going to
1: work because Lincoln likes to throw the ball and when he can throw the ball and spread up the defense, then he can run the ball too. And then that's unstoppable. But when all we can do is run, it is so frustrating
0: it's as no, a fan. Clearly not all you can do is run. <laughs> run and, and check downs. You're complaining about the wrong things. All right, well, we need to move on. I just want to say, I wish you lost the game when they were driving and Brady Johnson fumbled and it makes in me the second so drive mad. of the game. Huh? That was what, second, second drive game? Second drive of the of game? game. No, Barna but Mali if they go down and a score... Big. If they go down and score there, and they're on like the 20 or—no, they're on like the 30, I think, when Johnson fumbled. It's like, oh my gosh, dude, really? Like now—he played so good, too. He had four receptions for 77 yards. And I'm just going to remember that he fumbled. He had a good game. Okay, let's talk about the Big 12 championship. Uh, OU needs to win big to jump Utah. That's just point-blank simple.
1: Um, oh, he's got to win big or Utah's going to lose. Okay,
0: so Baylor is ranked ahead of... Number seven. Oregon, mm-hmm. I would like to say. But I strangely think that the committee would put a greater value on a win over Oregon than a win over Baylor.
1: No, I don't think they would just be... I mean, this is their ranking. You, maybe if it was like 6, 7, 8, 8... The, Oregon. Rankings,
0: the rankings have Alabama at 12. Alabama's on the 12th best football team in America. They've just... How they've performed has earned them 12. Do you think there are 11 teams that can beat Alabama in the country? You think Wisconsin's taking its Alabama?
1: Well, the Alabama without Tua is still, not, it's not the same. Still, it's not the same. Still. I feel like that Wisconsin defense would do pretty well against it, the
0: Alabama offense with Mac Jones. I really, I think.
1: I don't know if they're beating you're them, but. Putting,
0: I think you're putting way too much stock in, like, saying Auburn is bad. Auburn is not bad. No, Auburn's not bad. Auburn beat Alabama. They beat Oregon. They lost to LSU by three.
1: What who okay, see the the I know the top six the top seven teams. I know the top yeah, seven teams. Eight is Wisconsin. Eight's Wisconsin. Nine is
0: uh is it Penn State?
1: Nine maybe Penn State, then ten that would I'll make eleven's Auburn. Rankings. Ten is
0: uh I don't remember. It might be... No, Minnesota got smacked. Yeah, Minnesota. We thought that game was going to be close. I mean, Minnesota got, that was rough. Got it Both taken to them. What a... Wrong. Minnesota turned out to be a pretender. We thought they were moderately okay. Nine is Florida. Ten is Penn State. Penn State is not nine. They are ten.
1: Okay, I can. I think, you know, some of these teams could take it to Alabama. I'm not saying all that better, but Oregon at 13 doesn't surprise me because those teams in front of them are really, really good. Yeah, but I and I think all of those teams could beat Oregon. Maybe no, not Alabama. But they I think could beat if Oregon
0: and Baylor play today. Oregon would win. I don't know. I, I like Justin Herbert to carve him up.
1: The only thing I, you can't say is that uh, Baylor has won every game, or except for OU, and that game was really, really close.
0: Yeah, they look great this week. Excuse me. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, so, that is something that... Did, we, yeah, like, what stock do you put in how bad... They didn't just... T- like, they took it to Kansas. 61-6. to six. They played really well. Yeah. I don't think they're as bad as you think they are. Who? Baylor? Baylor. No. Uh, they played really good this
1: week. They, I think they could take it to most of those teams. Maybe not Bama. I don't know. It, I don't it, think
0: they would take it to Bama. I Bama, don't think they would I take don't it to th- Oregon. I don't, want, I don't think they would take it to... I think... Teams that Baylor could take it to that are ranked below them. Uh, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm at... I think they stand a chance to beat Oregon. I think they stand a chance to beat Michigan. I think you've got to go down to Notre Dame to a team that I think they could handle. And I don't think uh, Notre Dame is a bad football team but I think that Notre Dame is a very hot and cold football team and so
1: I think they can be Wisconsin and Penn State
0: I think they would be would they be maybe Florida I don't maybe. know. I I kind of like Florida I think they're decent um i'm a'm a am i am a big believer in Penn State with Sean Clifford but I know he got hurt recently so I don't know if he played this week. I, I don't want to comment on that if Sean Clifford is not under center because then I would definitely definitely be a Baylor guy in that situation. But yeah, I think Auburn and Alabama would take it to Baylor. And I think that um, Oregon would probably beat Baylor and Michigan too. I like Michigan over Baylor. but I, don't... I really like Michigan despite how... They play this week. I think the fact that they killed themselves and so much more to do with that scoreline than Ohio State being really good. Obviously, Ohio State's really good, but we'll talk about that later. That's for a later segment.
1: I could see OU getting in at four because Georgia's out.
0: Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, to, we'll wait because we are going to talk about the final four. I just think later
1: the, the Baylor but win,
0: even if it's close. I think OU's got to They got to win big. I think they really got to win big. It
1: depends. I think it depends if Utah wins big. Well.
0: Okay, yeah, If obviously if Utah loses, just win and you're in, uh, assuming that LSU beats Georgia. But um, I think it has to be, you got to win by four scores if you want to jump Utah in, in terms of you both win. you got to win by four scores. I'm assuming Utah would not blow out Oregon. I just don't.
1: I don't see it. I think
0: the two are, like, they're two good football teams. I don't I don't think that, and I don't think that either of them is necessarily built to just destroy. And obviously they could like it, stuff can happen, but
1: and no matter what, I don't foresee it. No matter what, Utah or Oklahoma gets blown out in the first round, three scores at a minimum. That's yeah. my prediction.
0: There's no way in Ohio State and LSU whoever's number one they're going to take, take it to them. It to them.
1: Um, I just see I don't think you can deny LSU the number one spot after beating the Georgia team. If that's you okay, we're going to talk them. about that later.
0: That's an important question to ask. Like if if LSU gets a, a another top 10 win,
1: like you can't give it to Ohio Are you kidding? Ohio State is right there with them. Like but like just the track record, you've <laughs> got to give it to LSU cuz they've proven it. El- or yeah. Ohio State hasn't really proven it yet.
0: I mean, Ohio State's played great against Michigan, and they played great against uh, Wisconsin. But if you look at— But these teams have played
1: Rocky uh, against other teams. Okay, but yeah,
0: if you look at LSU, they would have beaten Georgia, Florida, Auburn, and Alabama. That's four teams in the top 12. And, okay, and I count the SEC championship game as a home game for Georgia. It's at that freaking Benz. It's at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Like, it's in Atlanta. Like, come on, give me a break. All right, well, we need to talk about the Big 12 Championship. Do you think the Jalen Hurts that showed up last week that didn't turn the ball over is going to show up? Or the guy who played Baylor the last time will be there? What do you think?
1: So I'm hoping it's the OSU, Jalen. I think every OU fan is. So what do I think it will happen? I have no clue. Um, I think he's gotten better. And I think it's also uh, you have to give some credit to Lincoln Riley for the plays he's calling. And he's not really giving him the chance anymore to really screw it up. Because he didn't have many goal line runs. He didn't have many risky passes when he was inside the uh, red zone. right? So Lincoln Riley is taking away that opportunity. And they that may come back to bite him in the butt because you may now have more weaknesses on offense because you don't move the ball around as much. So that may be a problem. I don't know what what's, what's going to happen. I don't think anyone's going to out-scheme Lincoln Riley. But we'll see. Because it, when it goes south, it goes south quick like it did at Kansas State.
0: Yeah. I mean, we gotta remember Kansas State was a very close loss. It by no means but was. But
1: for like, they were really taking it to OU's. Yeah, um... the
0: second and third quarter, it was all K State. Um, yeah, I I think Jalen Hurts is gonna. I don't think he'll turn it over. I think he might turn it over once, but I don't think any more than that.
1: And I'm just needing. I need. This Jalen Hurts to really go to full potential. If he takes care of the football, they're going to win. Fourth quarter against Georgia, kind of Jalen Hurts.
0: If he takes care of the football, they're going to win. I think it's that simple with him. um, They're going to score 30 points. And I don't know if Baylor's going to score 30 points. Baylor's just not a very good offense. Great defense. Pretty good offense. but I mean, they were shut out in that second half against OU. So I, I, I would be If Jalen can take care of the football I'd be very confident If I was an OU fan In their ability To win the football that game
1: That is if he takes care of the football yeah, And we don't get obviously. consistently stopped But you know I'm just hoping that he goes full, full Georgia And when, he get, full when Georgia. we get to our bowl game which is hopefully That was a like three game,
0: drives dude and you-
1: <laughs> I need to do that every drive I need that every single time in the playoffs If we make it Which I hope we will
0: all right, let's talk about the rest of the country. Um, Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson are going for perfect seasons.
1: So here I would beg to differ. I, I think only LSU is going for the perfect season. I think Clemson and, and Ohio State already have it. Like, are you kidding? Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, who is
0: Clemson playing? I don't, is think, I don't playing? think Ohio State It's a given, but they are significantly better than Wisconsin. Obviously, we're going to talk about... Clemson is Clemson versus Virginia. It's Virginia. It's Virginia Oh, because they beat Virginia Tech this week. Yes, that was for the coastal. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's yeah. Why Clemson? We'll we'll get there. We'll get there in a second. But you know what? Let's start with that actually because it's the one that's not interesting. Um, So things I would like to say about Clemson about last week, this week, when they play South Carolina, is it a rivalry game anymore? It's not even like. Like, there was points where Bedlam just wasn't a rivalry. Like, when it wasn't interesting.
1: It's like like all the rivalries that are rivalries because they've been rivalries before. Right,
0: yeah. Like, Like, Georgia Tech,
1: Georgia. Are you kidding? That game. What is that? It's not a rivalry. I'll tell you that. Mm Because it was a blowout. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Good old-fashioned hate. It's just, like... I mean, Bedlam was a rivalry in the 80s because both teams were consistently ranked in the top 10. And then in the 90s, they both kind of stunk. And in the early 2000s, it was a good rivalry. And then in the mid-2000s, OU dominated until the early 2010s. And then that's when it became a rivalry again. But there have been points in that series where it hasn't been a rivalry. Mm -hmm. And I I don't necessarily need the games to be back and forth. I still firmly believe Michigan-Ohio State is a rivalry because every year it means something. It's not like... When Clemson plays South Carolina, I'm like, cool,
1: like there's no shot for South Carolina.
0: That they're gonna win by thirty minimum. Like if South Carolina is within three scores, I will be shocked. Like So
1: Yeah, I don't see it really. I don't really care. Like I it's not like a game where I'm like, oh Clemson. Really any game Clemson's playing that's not in the playoffs,
0: it's like great. All I don't even right, think Clemson's they gonna care. Roll. I don't even think they care anymore. They cared after that N C game. They're like, eh, maybe we should start blowing people out. But like they're they are bored, they've won steer, 27 straight football games.
1: It, I don't know how you don't get complacent. I think I think that, complacency was fun in the uh, UNC game, and then. yeah,
0: it was clear. It was like that they, they're winning so much that when you're that good and you're running everyone, it's not even. That the closest game they've played the last two years have been against NC State when their starting quarterback got hurt and they still won, and North Carolina. Basically, they have 27 football games. God, it wasn't even that close in the Alabama game. In the college football playoff, they won by 30. No, they won by 27, right? It was 30 to 3. And then exactly. they won 44 to.
1: I don't know. I just remember to a fun game to watch. I was sitting there like, oh my god, this they were is so boring. By, they
0: were winning by three and four scores against the number four or against the number three and number one ranked teams in the country. Like this isn't even a, this is a
1: joke. It was a joke. Yeah, but but they they have like not played a
0: game where they have been challenged. Like they got complacent against North Carolina, like you said. They have not played a game where they have stood toe to toe with another team that said, "I'm ready." in three years that's insane and I think the only way that they'll do that is if they play Ohio State or LSU this year Like it's they're gonna they're play they're going one. to they're gonna play that first they're gonna round play, the
1: they play probably both of them and
0: that's gonna be an absolute slugfest I cannot wait like that'll that'll be good but
1: yeah um Ohio State great you beat Michigan great Michigan didn't look great Mich- Michigan
0: is I think Michigan's actually a really good football team. I'm not
1: saying they look. I'm not saying they're a bad football team. but They didn't look good. They
0: hung twenty seven on Ohio State, and they th- literally dropped and fumbled away chances in the red zone. Like exactly. it they was beat just, themselves. They should have been much more in that game.
1: It was just. It, it was like you're shooting yourself in the foot. It, yeah, it you was, cannot.
0: You cannot play the most complete team in America. They have the number one offensive and defensive efficiency, and. Turn the ball over and drop touchdowns. You just can't. Those aren't things you can do. And I mean, you did you watch the first drive? I watched the first. Michigan picked quarter them and a half. apart, right in that first drive. It was like, okay. I was like, excited. I was like, like, okay, this is gonna be a game. Like and then Shea I, Patterson's ready, and then it, it was wasn't Shea Patterson. It was the guys around him that were just like it was drop passes, drop passes, and, and fumbles, fumbles, and, and just, just like. Man, are you really doing this right now? Like and,
1: and, and when Chase Young's coming at you and you're get, and you're getting it to the guys, then you gotta I mean, those they Chase gotta Young come through for you.
0: Yeah. Chase Young was somewhat nullified in the game. I mean, he had a tangible impact, but it was, it didn't show up too much in the box score when no. it mattered.
1: No, but I mean still he's it's still Chase it's, Young, he's pressure a freak. And he's forcing you to do things that you're not yeah. usually
0: doing. You're not gonna I hope he's in New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony We'll see Did you see Ryan Day Said he believes That the Heisman finalists Should be Joe Burrow Justin Fields J.K. Dobbins And Chase Young He said three of his team Three Uh, of his guys Should be there I don't know about 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 Dobbins. I don't know about Dobbins No I don't know about Dobbins No No. I feel like Dobbins Is made a lot better By Justin Fields Personally Who are are the
1: Three to five You're bringing to New York
0: Uh, For me My finalists in New York Would be Joe Burrow He's gonna win And then I would have Chase Young. He's my second place vote getter. And then I would do Justin Fields. I would have five because I think there's been five guys that have been clearly like a cut above. Uh, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, and Chuba Those I would have those five people there if I could pick. I think what Chuba has done has been more impressive than what Dobbins has done because Chuba has been working with, quite frankly, mediocrity at the quarterback position. And J.K. Dobbins has been working with Near perfection. I mean, 33 touchdowns to one interception for Justin Fields this year is close to immaculate.
1: I say that this past week took—that uh, that 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 just ripped up uh, uh,
0: Chuba's ticket to New York. I don't—the dude has almost 2,100 all-purpose yards. I know, or he's or not really all, good. Or just, like, yards from scrimmage, I should say. Cause he but goes he, he was kids. already on the
1: fence of coming. I think that rips up his ticket. He's done. He's not going to New York. See, I think it's going to be three guys— it's gonna be Chase Young, Justin Fields, and Joe Burrow. That's it. I don't think you bring. Uh, I
0: really hope Chase Young goes. If Chase Young doesn't go, I will be furious. I, he deserves are, it so those much. Are,
1: those are the guys you take to New York.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, Chase Young. Yeah, of all the def- defenders we've seen, that man, he deserves so much to be in New York.
1: Um. So the LSU game. Yes, right? the LSU game. That wasn't. It was nothing like
0: last year, which is really disappointing. <laughs> well, it was for LSU. It was just A and <sighs> didn't get the message that they were gonna get into a shootout again. Kellen Mond completed like under forty percent of his passes. But what is your Joe
1: Burrow stat Joe of the Burrow week? Joe
0: Burrow stat of the week. So Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow stat of the week. He uh, tied the SEC record for uh, touchdowns. I I'm sure you know that. And all the while he did that and he showed his dual threat ability by rushing in for six times, rushing in six times for nine yards. Um, he, I, also, I can't tell you how many times I watched that. Like, I'm, my Joe Burrow stat of the week might be how many times I watched on loop that video of him running out in a Tiger Stadium with the, 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 Joe, the, the Burrow, the Burrow the EAUX. Oh, I think I watched that upwards of twenty times. Just him running out into Tigers. It was that was the kind of thing that like that's that's how legends are made. You know, like stories like that. It it's a it's a it's it's so cool to see what happened with him, like to transfer and then everything he's done. I mean, he. I, I'm all in on Joe Burrow. He, he's, he's amazing. And the great thing about this week for LSU fans is obviously you got what you expected from Joe Burrow. Still hasn't had a game completing less than 70% of his passes. Uh, this week he completed 71.9. So he got close, but he did not do bad. Um, I think the great thing for LSU fans has to be the defense showed up. I mean, wow. I wouldn't be as worried A&M now. Has a and is not a great offense, but I mean, they got 28 on Bama. They've been they've scored quite a bit. I mean, they scored more points against Clemson than they did against LSU. And, and that includes LSU. LSU gave up the points in garbage time. Like, I don't know, that's just, to me, That's that, that was a really good performance from that LSU defense. They gave me a little more confidence to say, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe that they can't beat Ohio State. It know? was a
1: complete performance, and when you do that, going into a week like uh, they're coming into, where it's gonna be tough. You, you gotta show that you have what it takes. If the playoffs start this week, if you're oh, if you're yeah, LSU, if you're RSU,
0: they start this week. Although I think they get in at four if they lose. With the resume they have, they yeah, would leave out a conference champion Utah for yes, LSU. But
1: that's gonna be. I don't know if you can. Uh, you're gonna convince me though anymore. That you're the team. I'm gonna give that national championship to Ohio State no, or Clemson.
0: They're they're not. They would not be the team going in. But if we got first round, Ohio State LSU, talk about a heavyweight like that. Would they would go blow for blow with each other, up and down the field. Those guys would be going crazy.
1: I think that would be the ideal playoff. Is a, would be Georgia LSU, uh,
0: Clemson and Ohio State. That's the ideal playoff. That is the ideal playoff, but I, I don't think we'll get it. I do. I no. do. LSU gave me a vote of confidence. I think I said last week that I was starting to think Georgia might be able to upset LSU in the SEC Championship based on how uh, LSU's defense was playing, but the way they played this week gave me a vote of confidence to definitely um, believe that LSU will get the job done in Atlanta this week, and we'll pick that game later, so we'll talk about it, but yeah, LSU looked great. It had to be a big vote of confidence for Tiger fans. I mean... And the the memories had to really get big when he ran out on that field, with that custom jersey. I mean, it was a it was a good week to be an LSU Tiger. Um, now let's talk the uh, the most important game this week outside of the Big Twelve Championship for an Oklahoma Sooner fan, and that is Utah versus Oregon for the Pac twelve Championship. Um. I, I still don't know. I don't know if I still think Oregon is better. I I wish I would have watched more Utah this year. I really. I'm. I feel really bad commenting on them when. I feel like I've watched so much more of every other team. Like I can say, I've sat down and watched Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma, Baylor, Wisconsin, even Florida and Penn State. Like I've watched those teams. But it's
1: just like the Pac twelve. Can I sit down and want to watch Oregon.
0: that? It's yeah. It's hard to watch Utah play UCLA. It's like this is
1: so. This is the least exciting thing I could be doing at ten thirty. Like, what am I? going to I'm not gonna sit down and watch that game. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta wake up early to watch the the NFL the next morning. Like when well, I got my priorities straight here, <laughs> um, or, I'm sitting for that game. But I'm gonna watch you know the Cowboys and the Browns play the next day.
0: What? Wh- how do you see this game playing out in terms of uh, Oregon versus Utah?
1: Again, I am not educated on the Pac twelve at all. <laughs> so just purely on on the, what's been going on so far in the season, what I see. I think that Utah loses because they have no... They've not proved themselves against anyone that's good. They've proved themselves by saying, hey, we're going to blow everyone out. They've not set... They've not gone
0: in and just been elite. They have won... Against a good team. ...game against an opponent that is currently ranked. All you people that say... And I'm talking to you, Burt Brown. Who say that... When you play a team where they're ranked matters, no, it doesn't. LSU's win in Austin means nothing. means nothing now. In the moment, it was like, wow, good win. Now it's like, bro, my grandma could walk into Austin and she could lead LSU's. Like, come on, like, hand the ball to Clyde Edwards Elair and run a couple screen passes to Jamar Chase and you could beat the Texas Longhorns. Now, Texas was more healthy then, but still, it is no excuse to be a 7-5 and five football team with the talent they have. And so, uh, LSU's win in Austin to me is like, all right, they played a Power 5 team non-conference. It's not like, well, they went into Austin and won. It's like us playing the Vols when, yeah, a couple exactly. years ago. And like, they turned right, out to great. not be that good, It's the SEC, even though it was a but, good, good, good eh. game. So, to me, just played one real football team this year. That's the USC Trojans, who are actually keeping Clay Helton that broke today. Okay? Rumors were swirling that he had been fired, um, and they and lost. They're not even great. USC is very, very okay.
1: They're, they're like, like OSU. They're hanging on to the top 25. They're, they're not like even, OSU. like, what, 23rd?
0: Hey, Keaton loves the kid, he can sling it. Man's thrown for 400 yards left and right. Um, so I don't know what to make of Utah— but i i do not undervalue being able to blow another college football team out. i think that that that's something that a lot of teams don't do and they do it week in week out on a regular basis. and so i got to give them some credit for that. and but i also know oregon has a lot of talent. good 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 offensive line, a great quarterback gonna be the second one taken off the board and i mean they they have a very good defensive secondary, um, and Utah's a very good football team. But I still I kind of tend to believe Oregon's gonna win the Pac-12 this year. I don't see a way.
1: The I just
0: if I'm betting,
1: and yeah. I don't know anything about what I'm supposed to choose here. I'm Oregon wins the <laughs> yeah, game.
0: I love if I'm betting. Not that I know anything about what I'm talking about. Utah's I got a, a six. Utah's a, Utah a six-point favorite. So. Vegas actually likes Utah.
1: If I got a gun in my head, I, right now, Oregon wins the game. I don't know how
0: they do it. Especially if you're giving me six points and I'm a betting man. I'm taking the six points and I'm running with it. And I think Oregon will win outright. But I would not bet money line because I'm not that confident. Um, so I think we run through all the situations in the conference championship games. The American's going to have a decent one to figure out who's going to represent them in the New Year's six. Um, so who deserves to be in the top four come Sunday? Not Okay, who do you think will be in the top four come Sunday? Give me your rundown. Just say your top four. I think we're going to have the same.
1: Um, so it's, it's obviously it's going to be LSU. And then LSU, we'll talk
0: about if LSU wins, if they
1: should be ahead of Ohio State. It's going to be LSU 1, Ohio State 2. Uh, you're going to have Clemson at 3 and OU at 4.
0: I think that's exactly how it's going to work out. I think Utah's going to lose. Ou's gonna get it done in a nail biter, um, and uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get that situation. And so here's uh, here's the, here's the thing that I want you to consider. Okay. If Georgia
1: loses, Utah loses, Ou loses. Mm-hmm. Is it Baylor's spot or is yeah, it Georgia's spot?
0: It's Baylor's. Georgia does not get in with two losses you do not you do not get in if you lose to South Carolina and you lose to LSU versus a team that lost a nail biter to Oklahoma and then came back 3 weeks later and beat them
1: because this is all about who's the best team
0: it's it's about who's the best team but at the same time if it was about who's the best team Alabama would not be ranked 12th you we're looking at who's the best team but we're also looking at who's earned it i think what we went away from with the BCS was like the whole computerized problem of it and the fact that there was no eye test. But you still have to earn it. Obviously, if we're taking the four most talented teams in the country, I don't think Oklahoma is going to make it at four. I don't think Baylor is not even a top ten most talented football team in the country. But I do believe that the Baylor Bears, if they beat OU, if Georgia loses, if Utah loses... That they will have done everything that they need to do to earn the fourth college football playoff spot, because it doesn't matter how good you are if you go out on the field and can't perform. And I
1: just want to say one thing: if they do, if if we do, if OU does lose, and it's possible. Yeah. I think it's a great story to see where Baylor's come from and where they've been this decade.
0: But it would it, be so like embarrassing. It, no, For the they Big would 12. get in. They would get run. Oh, you would play. I think a closer game than oh, Baylor. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I think
1: it's just a. It would be. It would be a cool story to see them get in. It'd be great thirty for thirty.
0: Would. They would also, yeah, like return from the the pit of despair. No, they thought we we're talking about the death penalty for Baylor, and they're back in college football playoff conversation. That's crazy. It's incredible. Um, so naturally, um, if we've got our top four got to have our our bottom four. So, so toilet bowl rankings.
1: Here's my problem.
0: Yeah. I love Duke, but they wouldn't beat Miami this week. Yeah. So, so like, they did go and beat Miami. Like they this just got team themselves
1: teams. out of the out of the bottom four. And that that Rex, like, I guess that puts me that that I I got Syracuse <laughs> now. Syracuse is the other team. Syracuse, really. But they got
0: four wins. Tommy DeVito, really? You've got Syracuse. For me. I think You have to put in Kansas before you put in Syracuse. Well,
1: I mean, I don't watch Syracuse. I really don't know how awful they are. But when I look at Kansas, I see so for
0: much potential me. and like so many
1: like okay. like okay, they could win some games. For me okay.
0: So I am going to stick obviously Rutgers worst team. Boom. Yeah, I got Rutgers too. Rutgers for sure. Vanderbilt is in there. Yes. Um. You as got, far gotta give it to Arkansas next. Arkansas is in there. I think Arkansas would make it too. So that's that's I think that's a consistent game from us.
1: They had a great game
0: against LSU. How and bad then is Georgia Tech? They had a great game against Mizzou. I can see Georgia Tech is three and nine. Okay, they 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 could be in the running. So, they beat NC State. They were shut out against Votech. They beat. Uh, they beat the U. They lost to the Citadel. <laughs> Georgia Tech lost to the Citadel. They lost at their own game. Georgia Tech is the triple option team, and they lost to the Citadel. Uh, well, they're not running the tri- same triple option they have. I guess they're not running the triple option anymore, are they? Um, I think Georgia Tech is possible. Um, let me see if there's anyone else I would consider. Uh, what have we got in the, So I would. What have we got I think I personally think Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech lost to. Um, Duke they didn't play Syracuse so um Northwestern is a was a really good one to have in there but they beat Illinois this week so that makes me mad um, cuz I, mean, I would have for I, sure we had them in there
1: up. we were set up I was ready to go with Duke not even yeah.
0: it's depressing um NC State could be one of them 4 and 8 but they have some bad losses NC State. They lost to Georgia Tech. They lost to North Carolina. They lost to Louisville. Lost to Boston College. So okay, they I'm gonna go Syracuse, ahead. They lost to Florida State. Honestly, if I'm if I'm the toilet bowl committee, I'm putting in NC State at gonna, my fourth spot for how badly they finished the season. I'm gonna give it to Georgia Tech. You're gonna do Georgia Tech. I'm gonna go give it to Georgia Tech, right? Okay. The last time the North Carolina State Wolfpack won a football game. It was the 10th of October. Was it... uh, Against Syracuse. It it was Syracuse. They have lost since then to Boston College, Wake Forest, Clemson, Louisville, Georgia Tech, and North Carolina. To me, even though they might have more wins than a Kansas, and they might have more wins than a uh, Georgia Tech, the fact that they lost to Georgia Tech puts them in for me in the fourth spot ahead. So that is our final Toilet Bowl rankings. Um, do we actually, like we talked about, like, get a, like a really crappy trophy and like mail it to Rutgers athletic department? That would be funny.
1: Does Rutgers (laughs) win it? Are we giving it outright? Well, I guess they they can't play. They can't
0: play. So I think the clear cut winner is Rutgers. They won the Toilet Bowl. Congratulations. 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 The inaugural Toilet bowl. bowl champion. You are the champion. Yeah. You are the inaugural Toilet Bowl champion. They've just hired a new coach, Greg Schiano, So they're hoping to not repeat as champions. But we can declare that the Rutgers Scarlet Knights are your 2019 college football Toilet Bowl champions. That is awesome. Um... I think, honestly, if we could get a comment from the Rutgers Athletic Department, that would be amazing, that would be fantastic, would love to hear it, Um, but for now, we'll keep you posted on if we do send something, I I would even be up for sending the letter, (laughs) like, I think it would be funny, like, we, on our podcast that gets 15 plays a week, (laughs) we declared you the worst team in college football, it's not original, everyone knows you're the worst team in college football, but we want you to know we gave you an award, Let's pick the games for this week.
1: We gotta, we gotta write it specifically to whoever the head coach is and whoever the well, quarterback is.
0: Well, we'll give it to the quarterback. The that quarterback. Is. They have that. They had a rotation. They've been so bad.
1: We'll give it to all of them. You know, all right. They're the MVP yeah, of just the toilet bowl.
0: We'll mail it to the athletic department. We'll address it to the Rutgers football team. Toilet bowl MVP. Toilet bowl MVP your entire team just everyone (laughs) everyone gets an award Um, just list every single person on the roster Uh, let's pick the games Uh, OU minus 9 over under 64 and a half in the Big 12 championship this week give me your picks
1: all right, so OU once they but cover? do no. they cover? No, no. they're not kay. covered. I
0: have, I have Baylor plus nine as well.
1: Uh, and do they hit the over? Yes, they do I'm to go the over. over as well. So I, I think, we think it's agree gonna be that. like it's think gonna think be. It's gonna they're be both like gonna score in the
0: thirties. Yeah, so I, I think sixty-four. It's gonna be close to that, but I think it's slightly above. I've LS, been really bad recently, though. Like I've been picking
1: wrong. Last week was a rough week for me.
0: I, I can never remember what we picked, but I I, I think you've been better throughout the course of the season, but I think I won last week. Yes, I think that's correct. Um, LSU, minus 7.5, over under 54.5 in the SEC Championship.
1: Over, I can see it being 24-27 game. Okay. Uh, but LSU is not going to win by seven and a half points. I
0: That's disagree with that. I I like LSU minus seven and a half actually, and I will go over as well. So we differ there. That'll be the one that tips the scales this week. Um, all right. It's it's been a long season. It's getting close to wrapping up. It's kind of sad. I'm I'm. It's I miss it already, even though it's still here. Um, the regular season is over. We're Conference Championship Week. Should have some good games. Well, the LSU game versus Georgia will be good. And the Big Ten Championship might be a game. Who knows? And the Big 12 Championship should be pretty good. But um, I think that's all for this week. It's officially the postseason. I'm ready. It's almost bowl season. Here we go. It's that last month of football we get. It's here. It's about to leave us. It's a sad time, but it's also a happy time. It's bittersweet. Alrighty. We'll wrap it up for this week. Catch you guys on the other side. See ya.